Special thanks to Anchor for distributing my podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Castbox. With my podcast, we're going to be bringing you discussions and personal commentary on music, entertainment, celebrities, politics, love, health, and happiness. So do you want the tea? Well, simply talk with Turk Bish. Just talk with me. I spend time and I spend energy and I spend effort and I spend everything I have, every fiber of my being to give people quality. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Niggas trying to, niggas trying to, trying to be on some slick shit. How you gonna do a figgy girl song and not include Nicki Minaj? I mean, come on now. You know my fucking name. She's a very kinky girl. Um, let me think, what could I do to kick it off? How about I come along your dirt and then I lick it off? I mean, it's something so funny when it gets off. I like to play with it, squeeze it like a stress ball. He say he like to hear the sound, let me slurp in it. Turn up his phone, could them hoes keep chirping it? Tell me that I got the fattest pussy in the whole world. And if I let them eat it, I could be his old girl. Fuck, I look like turning down some head. I mean, that's sorta like a bird turning down some bread. You can eat it like a treat, you can squirt it, you can eat. I'm a freak, I love the beat, just don't get none in my sheets. But every time I pop the coochie, you just start choking me. Now I'm kinda scared, I got a feeling you just out me. Sex game kinky, niggas call me pinky. Fuck with president, I am Nicky Lewinsky.
What's up, you guys? I am back today with another episode of Talk with Turk, episode five. We are moving right along. We are slaying on the charts. You guys, I am number 166. I just went up 10 spots on the Entertainment News Apple Podcast charts. So I am excited. I am number 215 in Germany right now. I failed 20 spots in Germany, but this next episode that's about to be released, the one you're listening to now, because I pre-record, it is going to bring it back up. So I'm not worried. We're just going to continue to do our thing. We're going to vibe out. We're going to listen to music. We're going to talk hot topics. We're just going to have fun. So we just got a lot of stuff to get into today. So I'm not even going to waste no time. We're going to go ahead and get into the hot topics. So Y'all know the reunion part three of Housewives just came on this past Sunday. I know we all watched it. Once again, like I said on the last episode, they're going to make it all about Portia once again and continue to do so. It was all about Portia being wrong or looking bad or treating people wrong or doing things to Candy in the past to to correlate to why they are in the dungeon today. And I just think it's so stupid that they are just, you know, grilling Portia for whatever she wants to do with her life. She's a single-ass woman. She can do what she wants to do. She's the reigning queen of Housewives. I don't care what nobody says or what nobody thinks. She's the reigning queen right now because Queen Nene is not there anymore. She's the OG. Now, she's the queen queen overall. She's overall mother, everything. So... You know, I just feel like we are at the point now of Housewives where, like, they were losing us, but now the drama is just getting started now that the season is over. That's stupid, right? But I feel like they're filming already for the next season because today Portia was in the headlines, y'all. Y'all heard the news. You know, Fallon, the girl that she brought on to Housewives, they, they claimed that everybody was trying to say that they were close friends. In actuality, they wasn't. You know, Fallon was someone that she met through Dennis and Simon, whom is Fallon's ex-husband right now. Well, they're going through a, a divorce, and it's not finalized from what I know. But I do know that he's engaged to Portia now. So that's what's going on in the news, and everybody's having their opinion on if she's wrong or not. I feel like she wasn't close friends with Fallon. She wasn't good Judy's or nothing like that. So she don't owe her no loyalty at the end of the day. She only brought her on the show for the show purposes. Because that's usually how it go. They have to be somebody's friend on the show. So the first person they meet up with post-production crew and um, news and stuff like that. I feel like they just automatically was like, hey, you're going to be friends with Portia because we feel like the other girls might have a problem with you. So we're just going to align it this way. I know how the behind the scenes goes. We hear a lot about it, about what happens. Um, Nene has spoke about it before. So I just feel like this is all a ploy for the next season. And um, production just wants to keep it rolling. So we see the drama right now unfolding between all of the parties. And then Kenya's, I call her Skinya. Skinya Moore with her messy ass she's going to comment under Fallon's post on Instagram and say the actual wife has spoken like I just feel like Kenya stay out of stuff you're so invested in making Portia look bad it's so sad like she does not pay you any mind but you're constantly on this girl's dick like stop dick riding Portia at this point it's sad and pathetic but 
that's exactly what's going on in the housewives world right now i have heard reports of a new housewives show coming it's basically they're picking people from each franchise and bringing them all into one show as a collective to make another show so i feel like that's going to be very interesting i know a few that's already been in talks of being casted but i'm not going to reveal that information i have the inside scoop but uh, we just gonna have to wait and see how that show turns out. I'm really excited for it because we don't have Nene anymore. So I'm just itching for something to just catch my attention at this point. And I just hope they get it right. But let's go ahead and talk about what's going on with them next season though. Apparently Phaedra Parks is coming back. Phaedra Parks and Sheree Whitfield is coming back. This is just um, in the news, especially in the Brinkham news with Kim Beerman. You know Kim. Y'all know Kim. She Her show, Tardy for the Party, has just recently been canceled. So, all of this Housewives news going on right now. I really hope Phaedra comes back. It will be so interesting to see. And if Candy doesn't leave, it will be so... It will be refreshing to see somebody finally be able to come for Candy or like... A season be directed at Candy and her having to overcome stuff. So I'm excited to see how that unfolds. But on to the verses. Speaking of Candy, Candy shined in the verses the whole entire night. I don't care what y'all said. Y'all like to downplay Candy and her accomplishments. But if it wasn't for her, her pen game, her determination, and her business mindset, there would be no escape. There wouldn't be, have been no verses for us to watch and enjoy. And all of them girls, even SWV got up there. And they both, like, just captivated us with their hits. They both had hits out the ass. I feel like Escape won the first half. And then I feel like SWV won the second half if I had to choose. So it just it just equated it was all equal everything and everybody's song it was so amazing to see now there was a little bit of tension in the first half um apparently coco had some things going on prior to the engagement so it just made it seem like she was a little off and a little shady during the first half she did make some comments that i feel like were very shady to say um amongst the cameras like towards the other girls and she was making a lot of faces and stuff but she endured a little bit of a trauma Um, she saw somebody get shot and and die right in front of her right before and she had to still go on and perform and do what she had to do as SWV so I do hate that she had to go through that and Tiny I feel like Tiny was trying to hide from the camera all night and not really trying to look directly at the camera especially with all the stuff she has going on in the news so it would be very understandable but the verses was good loved it I have nothing bad to say I feel like it was the most polished verses we have had since versus has began it wasn't the most viewed of course brandy and monica still hold that title but i feel like it was the most polished and that's period point and the blank on to jocelyn's cabaret tell me if you want it really want it i'm gonna do that every time i talk about jocelyn's cabaret because that shit is so funny i don't care what y'all saying that's the closest thing to the best thing in reality tv we gonna get right now Reality TV is dying. People are not interested anymore. Especially, I guess, I feel like COVID really did it. Because everybody's losing their key players. Like Black Ink Crew, they lost Sky. 
Housewives lost Nene, and it's just everything's getting boring. And I feel like a lot of people are just tired of it. So with Joss's Cabaret, it's the best thing for TV right now for me for reality TV. It's so funny, it's hilarious, and I like to see that Jocelyn's doing her thing. But it's nothing but fights galore. It's nothing I can specifically talk about or someone I can pinpoint to you know actually be like okay this is they're in the news this week it's overall just a good show check it out y'all it's about four episodes out now of atlanta she has miami full season out on zeus and they're also playing it on we tv so that is you know something y'all should watch but walking tammy let's talk about walking tammy speaking of we tv their their season finale just ended and it was one of the best episodes they've had from their franchise um their daughter charlie basically asked walker to adopt her um at the end of the episode and it was very it was very heartfelt it was emotional it was very sweet um walker is a very good dad i would never take that away from him i don't like a lot of his opinions and his views on stuff and um how he is towards the lgbtq plus community but he is a great father i will say that and i think they did a good job this this season i just don't like how they exploited their child a lot and it's crazy but anyway on to the next thing let's talk about how iconic the motherfucking barbs are because I just took her name and made that bitch at LLC, and we took LLC, and we shot it up to number one. It's a non-single from her last album from two and a half years ago that we charted, and we're going to get to chart on Billboard as well. We're iconic. We are iconic. It's nothing y'all can say. We're the best fan base. It's for y'all to get us on your motherfucking team. And that's just all I'm going to say on that. That's that on that. The Rap Queen song, LLC. Off her 2018 album Queen hit number one on the U.S. iTunes hip hop rap charts thanks to Minaj's lawyer Barb's who organized an LLC party on social media to encourage others to stream and download the song. Their efforts helped make the three-year-old track a trending topic and propel it to the top spot. It also currently is number three on the iTunes overall chart, which is a testament to the power of the Barb's. LLC is leading this week's digital sales, Nikki's 20th number one on iTunes, and Queen is now the album by a female rapper with the most number one hits in U.S. motherfucking iTunes history. Bitches. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Next, J. Cole is dropping a documentary. He drops Monday, and um, and then the album for Offseason his sixth album drops on May 14th, so I'm excited to see what Cold World got up his sleeve. The Fayetteville rapper, North Carolina native, so shout out to him. I support anybody from North Carolina doing it because we have a lot of talent, and a lot of us are on these TV screens and behind these TV screens, and just entertainment, period, all over the country, and people don't know that, and I'm going to be the motherfucking next one, period. Allegedly, Pop Smoke was murdered in his home by a 15-year-old over a Rolex. Now, we had heard that someone broke into his home and killed him over his jewelry um, after something he posted on social media. But apparently, um, the story has dug deeper according to court documents. And it says that a 15-year-old 
was responsible. Now, it does seem like something a 15-year-old would do. They see an address, and they want to go check it out and just be a badass. And I feel like this badass was a thug or gangster or whatever, and he just wanted to make sure he made some money or a little bit of, you know, something. But, hey, it is what it is. I still love Pop Smoke. He is gone too soon. Love his music. I have it. I have everything of him. And I just feel like, you know, people do crazy stuff for the wrong reasons and it lands you in trouble. You need to start thinking of what, what you do before you do it. And this is what happened with this 15-year-old. He didn't think. So next up, there's an unauthorized biography of Mac Miller coming out. And his family is upset about it. So apparently, I don't know where the biography is going to be located on but it sounds like something lifetime would do because <laughs> that's something they always have done no matter what they don't care they'll release a biopic they know people in the industry that know these people so they'd be like we still have the rights to do what we want to do and we have the power behind us to obtain the rights to the music and all the rights to the songs production anything concerning mac miller i feel like they still are going to do it. So no matter what the family says is going to happen, the only thing y'all can do is find lawyers and find people to um, actually want to work with you guys directly to put your own story out about him. Because, of course, the one we're going to get is going to give us the details and tea. Usually when families work on biopics, they choose to leave a lot of stuff out. And sometimes it doesn't be the truth. So at this point... Whatever happens, happens. I do hate that they don't authorize the biography, but it is what it is at this point. The next thing on my list, this is very interesting. The game's top 10 rappers. He made a list of his top 10 best rappers alive list in order. And this wasn't including himself. So, number 10, Lil Baby. Number 9, J. Cole. Number 8, Andre 3000. Number seven, Drake. Number six, Snoop Dogg. Number five, Kendrick. Number four, Eminem. Number three, Lil Wayne. Number two, Nas. And number one, Jay-Z. Now, the game, I would have completely agreed with this list if you hadn't left the kid out, Nicki Minaj, because you go so hard for her and you say how talented she is. <laughs> Just leaving my fan fandom aside, I feel like you still should have included her because you know she ill but good list for real i like it sweetie drops fast motion song and video and it got a lot of backlash y'all from the public but i fucks with the song it's a very radio friendly song and i feel like artist boot camp is working for her it's put paying off it's pulling off and she's out here working which a lot of these girls aren't so Congrats, sweetie, on everything you got going on. Keep doing your thing, girl. Next, Childish Gambino is facing a lawsuit over his hit, This Is America. Now, we all love that song, and we went up for Childish Gambino with This Is America. So, you know, I feel like, ooh, this is is bad. It's bad. But a man named Emilique Nusuoka. A rapper who goes by the name Kid West is suing Gambino, claiming he ripped off his song Made in America. And I went and listened to the song. I can see a little bit of what he meant. I'm not going to lie. So if it is a ripoff, um, if a judge determines it's a ripoff, 
Charles Gambino, pay him what he needs to be paid because you won a lot off of that that record. You made a lot off of that record. It's your biggest record to date. So do what you have to do. DJ Khaled album drops and debuts with 97,000 sales. Which includes paid promotion, might I add. And he's out here crying over number one album. You've had one before, if I'm not mistaken. But why are you out here crying being stupid over 97,000 copies? For artists like you who's been out so many years and have had dropped so many albums, 97,000 sucks, DJ Khaled. And I'm sorry to tell you. Chris Brown party was shut down by the cops. Neighbors called due to loud music and double parked cars. And I just feel like it was fucking Karens again. Y'all fucking Karens need to mind y'all motherfucking business. Stay to y'all self and leave black men alone. Because I feel like they want to do anything they can do to take Chris Brown down. I feel like that one mistake of him hitting Rihanna has really caused, you know, people to just want to continue to be after him. This man keeps trying to change his life. And there's a possibility of having relapses, you guys. Y'all need to realize that, especially when people are throwing daggers at you, treating you a certain type of way, and you have people after you all the time, like police. So I feel like, leave Chris Brown alone. Let him have some fun. Let him do what he wants to do. Next thing, Tory Lanez and Chris Brown is ready in a joint album. I'm not excited for Tory Lanez's album. I don't want to hear nothing about Tory Lanez until he apologizes to Megan The Stallion. And Chris Brown, I just hope you don't put over 20 tracks on this album because it's going to lose my attention span. And I don't have 40 songs worth of time to listen, okay? <laughs> I don't. So... I am excited for new music from you because you bring the hits, though. Next, Keisha K.R. is accused of sleeping with Gotti, allegedly. During a Twitch live stream, DJ Academics alleged that Gucci's wife slept with Yo Gotti while the Lemonade rapper was locked up. He made the allegation when someone cited the couple as an example of a solid relationship in the industry. Now, I don't know how true this rumor is about Keisha, but if it is, it's bad and it's not a good look. And I just feel like it's only being told to get back at somebody. It might be to get back at Gucci. We know Gucci has a lot of enemies in the industry that don't like him because he's a real nigga. Like, Gucci's real. So at the end of the day, you know, I feel like people want to do whatever they can to piss him off at the end of the day. So... Hopefully it's not true because I don't think Keisha would have went Gotti's route, to be honest. Um, Quavo and Sweetie won't face criminal charges for the elevator fight, apparently, because you know police still will, you know, investigate and create a case if they want to, if they feel like it was legit enough. And it just came out that they won't face charges, so that's good. But they should lock Quavo ass up. Trey Songz was sued for allegedly beating up a bartender and he is also being accused of road rage and hurting a woman's hand. He has a lot going on right now and Trey, Trigger, Mr. Steal Your Girl, you need to go ahead and Mr. Sit Down, okay? Because it's not looking good for you. I know Wendy, she did a report on you recently and she basically explained how we all used to love you at one point and now you're trying to prove to us that you're this bad guy or you know this real dude real nigga and it's not a good look for you so i feel like you need to sit back reassess get yourself together and come back out when it's time more controversy in the news bobby schmurter went and got a harriet tubman tattoo y'all 
So basically, people are saying, why are you going to get a Harriet Tubman tattoo, putting that on yourself? Then you have other people saying, that's actually good that he's embracing, you know, our heritage and our history and our culture and stuff like that. I don't feel either way about it. It's his body. He can do what he want. Kodak Black shoots his shot at Hennessy, Cardi B's sister, and y'all might be a match made in heaven. Looks like something she'll go for or something he'll go for, too. JT and Uzi's relationship lately their magazine cover on Home Plus did viral numbers on social media, and a lot of people are saying that um, he filled his pants with a banana or some tissue or something to make it look overly big. And a lot of people are just, you know, calling them out, and they're basically saying that how they look a fool on this magazine cover. I think it's cute. I think people need to mind their business because let's see them do a magazine cover and get in front of their man. They probably about look half crazy. So people mind your business. Let people do what they want to do. During interview with Complex, Birdman reveals he makes twenty to thirty million off Young Money's Cash Money's Masters. That's crazy as hell. And that's why Drake went ahead and tried to get his masters for himself and own all the rights to his music because he knows that Birdman is profiting off him. And then, you know, we've seen him and Lil Wayne go at it over money issues. You know, he owed Lil Wayne money. So Birdman is money hungry, and I feel like these people better be making some money off their shit too if you're making 20 to 30 million you better not be making that much off nikki because i know she don't have no 360 deal at the end of the day so she makes all her money comes to her and she pays y'all what you're supposed to be getting paid weekend is still boycotting the grammys after the rules change so last week the recording academy announced that it would eliminate the secret nominations review committees and um i feel like this is a major change we already knew that there were people that was probably behind the scenes doing a little shicey stuff trying to keep people from getting awards and now we'll probably see people get their due diligence and nikki better get five grammys six grammys seven grammys something next year when her shit drop nle chopper is speaking out after a brawl at the beach over the weekend his video surfaced of chopper getting into a physical altercation with the unidentified man at venice beach in california and nle basically came out after and basically said the man wanted a picture and he didn't want to take a picture with the man and i feel like people need to you know be aware of people's space you can't always just go up to people i know that when i'm trying to meet celebrities i know i have to maneuver a certain way if i feel like they're intimidating and they're that type of person that doesn't want to take a picture then i'm not going to make efforts to try to take a picture with them so if that's what this man was doing then by all means nle chopper had the right to come off at him the way he did Next, Lil Wayne paid respect to DMX during his recent Triller performance. And I think that's really nice. Everybody's paying their respects to DMX. And that's very important because you don't see people get their flowers a lot, especially when they're living. And I just feel like it's good to see uh, other icons give legends their, their flowers. And that's really nice of Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne need to hurry up and drop their next album, though, for real. 
And earlier we talked about Pop Smoke. Now his manager announced a new album. I'm excited for it. Like I said, I love Pop Smoke. I love his music. Love everything he stands for in his music. You know, he's a ladies man and he makes music to just vibe out and chill. And he still can bring you that rawness. And that's why I love Pop Smoke. So I'm excited to see what his post-humanist album will do. Recently... Will Smith came out and said that he was in the worst shape in his life. He posted pictures being a little overweight and out of shape and basically said he was in the worst shape of his life. So we probably will see Will Smith get back into shape in the next few months and he'll probably be receiving more roles in Hollywood because that's probably what's been happening. We haven't seen him in films lately. Not that I know of. I haven't seen any prominent films with him in it. Um, unless he's retired, he hasn't announced that either. So I'm not sure what he has up his sleeve, but I'll be excited to see what Will has because any movie he's in is good. Travis Scott Astro World is to return in November. Now I have missed the past few Astro Worlds. Well, the last Astro World, and I feel like it was an experience from what people say. I've seen the videos and the fact that this man has a live whole you know roller coaster going on theme park type shit i want to be a part of that so i'm excited and i'm going to be the first one with tickets so that's coming in november y'all kelly Rowland says that beyonce and michelle watched her give birth on zoom and i feel like that is so sweet destiny's child linked up to bring in another destiny's child you like how i did that so that was cute i'm excited to see them together and them talking about each other again because I feel like it's time for them to go ahead and put out this last album that they're supposed to be putting out and I want the last album to be all of the Destiny's Child girls so all five minus Farrah we don't need her but Latoya, Latavia, Beyonce, Kelly and Michelle that's all we want Next up on the list, let's talk about T-Pain. Now, T-Pain just finally discovered his celebrity DMs, and he did not know that people was hitting him up for production, for music, for songwriting, for features, and for interviews. So he's finally discovered his DMs, and I'm pretty sure he's about to get into more work. I recently did see another interview of him as well, so I'm pretty sure that's probably coming from his DMs that he did not know about. So, T-Pain, get on your J-O-B, okay? Gucci Mane's new album, Ice Daddy, is coming June 18th. It's his 17th album, and it's coming in time for Father's Day. So, it might be an ode to him and Keisha's new child they gave birth to um, not too long ago. And I feel like that would be sweet. So, I feel like it might be an ode to him. It's called Ice Daddy. Um, it might be a double play on words, you know. So I'm really excited for Gucci Man because anytime he comes, he brings at least one to two radio-friendly hits, and he goes on about his business. He makes his coin, and he does what it do. Now, Billboard Music Award nominations come out, and Pop Smoke, The Weeknd, and The Baby lead the nominations. I'm not going to go over who was nominated, what categories, until the actual show comes out May 23rd. So, once that comes out, I will relay all the winners of the night. But, we'll be on the lookout for that. Kodak Black pleads guilty to assault to teenage girl. We spoke about him a little bit earlier. And, this is it for him, basically. So, if he gets 10 to 15 years for this assault, it might be a little bit more. Maybe 20. I'm not sure on the laws where he is living right now. But, we will see him go to jail. 
And if we don't see him go to jail, then the damn system is corrupt like we already know it is. Perry from Lil Mix announces pregnancy with her boyfriend Alex Chamberlain, whom is her longtime boyfriend. Now, this boy was with her before she got famous. So, they're still together and they finally welcome their child. And another girl from Lil Mix, I can't think of her name right now, is also pregnant and they recently posted a picture together as pregnant moms so i feel like that's so cute and little mix definitely just dropped another single you guys should check that out pose returned and it was so good y'all like the first two episodes they gave us two episodes on the debut night and i haven't seen the recent one the third episode that just came out on this past sunday but i'm pretty sure that one was good as well and i feel like everybody should tune in i hate that they are getting rid of pose i feel like they should have gotten rid of legendary instead of pose but that's neither here nor there but it was good check it out y'all legendary on hbo max recently came out as well i've seen some clips from people i know a lot of people that's um in ballroom that are on the show right now and they are doing a good job so shout out to everybody who's on legendary keep doing y'all thing and represent for the culture Lil Nas is preparing a new music video starring his father it's coming out very soon so I'm excited to see what that's about because you know many times we see a lot of gay people not being close with their parents so the fact that his father might be in his video and probably supporting him is a good look, especially for people who are in the LGBT culture and their parents are acting like that. Maybe more parents will be open to the idea of accepting your child. Mariah Eyes of Brandy collaboration. Now, I'm excited for this. This is going to be an epic song. If they do decide to do it, you know, I always wanted that Brandy and Whitney song, but we never got it, unfortunately. But hopefully, you know, this Brandy and Mariah song will be a good one because Mariah recently tweeted Brandy um, an old video and basically was like, girl, when we going to get in the studio? Because this video right here brings back memories. That's basically what the tweet gave. And Mariah is looking for a collaboration. So if, if the legend is calling you, Brandy, you better pick up the phone and answer and get your ass in that studio and do them runs, girl. Jay-Z files for a trademark for potential production company. Now, I've recently reported that he was working on expanding a fitness company. If I haven't said it before, I'm going to say it again. This man is a businessman, and he knows how to raise the bar every time. I ain't a businessman. I'm a businessman, and I'm known for giving bitches the businessman. That's a Jay-Z line, and that's what he's doing. He means that shit. All-star comedy lineup for The House Next Door, Meet the Blacks 2, is coming. And it's going to start an all-star lineup. So, already, y'all. Mike Epps, Cat Williams, um, Lil Duval, they're all going to be in this show. And that's coming on June 11th. I'm not sure what platform, what network, but we should all be on the lookout for that. Because I'm pretty sure all of black media is going to be tuned in that night. Omarion teams up with Kiara Sheard and Layla Halfway for LeBron James documentary produced Burning Black Wall Street. And I'm excited for that song to take off. And I'm excited for that documentary to take off by LeBron James. Omarion and Kiara and Layla Hathaway doing a song together. That's like three different genres all in one. So the song is really good. 
and you guys should check it out when you have time. Earlier, I reported that Kim Zosiak's Tardy for the Party was canceled after eight seasons. I'm so sorry, Kim. Sorry that that happened to your girl. But it was time for Tardy for the Party to go. It was getting a little tardy. The party was getting a little tardy, Kim. So I'm excited for that to go off air after season eight. Growing Up Hip Hop returns May 13th in just two days. Angela Simmons, Egypt Christ, Vanessa Simmons, Lil Easy E, Peppa, Dame Dash, and Stevie J's kids are all a part of the lineup. It returns more drama and Mary J. Blige's stepdaughter, Brianna, is also on there who brings the heat and brings the drama. So I'm excited to see what this season entails. I looked at the first look trailer it gives like 13 minutes on youtube it looks interesting looks good i'm going to be tuned in for that next shout out to michael jackson beyonce missy elliott and usher to be inducted in the black music and entertainment walk of fame that is amazing they are all icons they are all pioneers actually let me say that they're pioneers every last one of them so i'm excited to see them do their thing and get the ball running um well michael jackson he's still doing his thing he's gone from this world so shout out to michael still he's the king of pop there'll never be another now the bmewof foundational inductees of the night of that same night for the black music and entertainment walk of fame is none other than james brown quincy d jones stevie wonder and Otis Redding so that's going to be an all-star lineup I'm pretty sure whoever they're going to get to sing all of these songs are going to slay I'm hoping for Avery Rilson, Luke James I'm hoping for Music Soul Child to be in the number it's a whole bunch of men that they can call on Tevin Campbell can come back and sing a song or two for one of those men Uh, it'll be a good night so we'll be looking out for that whenever that night airs Broadway reopens in September. I did recently see a commercial um, where different Broadway theaters are opening up. So Broadway is coming back and I'm pretty sure that people are going to pack the stadiums out. However COVID allows, I'm pretty sure they're going to do every other seat or every other few seats for people to come back and enjoy the show. But I do plan on attending my first Broadway show very soon. I want to see The Lion King on Broadway and I know that it's coming to the Tanger theaters near here so i'm excited for that speaking of broadway and tv camilla cabello cinderella is going to amazon and not theaters so that's very interesting to me because that means you switched a whole network you went from disney to theaters to amazon i don't know if the movie is not up to par to what they want it to be and they probably don't want it to be on disney or in theaters but that's funny to me that it's going straight to amazon but i'm pretty sure nonetheless cinderella fans we all are going to be tuned in to see if camilla did any justice for us recently andre leon talley appeared on the tamron hall show However, the discussion turned toward his possible eviction and the pay inequality he alleges that occurs at Vogue. So, I think that he basically took jobs. He needed jobs, so he did whatever he needed to do, no matter the pay. And I feel like now that you're speaking out about it, it's a little bit more so of speaking out being bitter 
Because if you wanted more for yourself at that time, Andre, instead of just taking the opportunity, you should have went and got more for yourself. So we're not going to feel bad for you and we're not going to cancel Vogue just because you feel like they didn't pay you enough and just because you're a black man. That's my opinion on it. You need to, you know, figure out another lane at this point. Think about something else. Don't try to bring Vogue down because Vogue will always be Vogue no matter what. Megan Thee Stallion gets a Snapchat reality show. Sway Lee is already amongst the first to have one, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be good. We're all going to be tuned in to it on Snapchat. I have watched Sway Lee's, and it was nice. Snapchat has TV now. So I don't know if a lot of people know that, but they have TV now, and they're giving all these celebs their own reality show on Snapchat. So that's very interesting for me to see. I'm going to be tuned in when the Megan's, whenever Megan's comes. And like I said, Sway Lee has one out now. Now that concludes today's hot topics. Later on in this episode, I have a special guest, no other than Jerome Tramiel. He is a little Kim Stan, and this episode is dedicated for celebrating rap queens, Nikki and Kim. They're both queens, and they're all right, you know, and even though, to me, one is a little bit more talented and versatile than the other, but that's neither here nor there. The other, she definitely created a lane and carved a lane. And my girl, she built a foundation on top of that bitch. So, we're going to celebrate both of them. I love both of them. I like both of their music. I love female rap. I have said that from the beginning. I love the art of a female rapping and going toe-to-toe with men. So, we're going to get into some things. Me and Jerome are going to have a conversation. It's going to be a real conversation between both of us about the queens. And we're going to share our likes, our dislikes, and all of that. So, you guys be tuned in. And thank you for listening to the Hot Topics today. Because I put quality in what I do. A queen is what I embody. <laughs> Brooklyn style, baby. Papa Dot. Queen B. Little Kim, stay on your brain. Uh. Nothing ass boys trying to come up off my name. And I don't even know these bitches, though. Uh-uh. Come to think about it, I never even seen them before. Miserable birds rather see me singing the blues. Walk around barefoot and give them my shoes. Let them live off me till my bank is through. So I'm fucked up and back in the hood with you. Leave a bitch in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh-huh. Hypnotize niggas with the honeybee potion. I like fast money, y'all's coming slow motion. Frank left me the formula, son. I'ma take it and run. Fall back, what's done is done. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Wait a minute, let me skate up in it. I see your face, got the hate up in it. The briefcase got the cake up in it. Call me Lil Wayne, my your girl make it rain. 
silly rappers don't impress me. I'm eating red snappers on a jet ski. I gotta giggle, I gotta laugh a little. Mommy, I've been hot since Moni was in the middle. Nicki Minaj, Lil Kimberly. When they see the squad, bitches better salute like a symbolie. Come on, mommy, I got dudes that'll kill for me. These broke bitches got it in for me. I done did what I had to do. Wrapped it in wild like an apple do. Step to these bars like a cap of do. Boo, you stole a million, now you have to hope. Get off my dick, kick it, bitch. I'm gonna believe that song. That bitch is wrong. Snakes don't live that long. Cause tell me when you go. Bitches wanna know. How you get your dough. Hating on the floor. Girl, don't believe that song. That bitch is wrong. Snakes don't live that long. Cause tell me when you go. Bitches wanna know. A queen is what I embody. I'm glad you heard. You have to be a beast. I want to thank everyone who has continued to tune in to today's show. As mentioned earlier, so today, you guys, I have the pleasure of bringing on someone who is an influencer on social media. He is a media personality, content creator, and TV producer out of Milwaukee and the ATL. He is a social justice leader and supports the movements of Black Lives Matter and of the LGBTQ plus community. He is also a stan of Lil' Kim, the Queen Bee, so you best take heed. Shall we proceed? Yes, indeed. Welcome, Mr. Jerome Tremel to Talk with Turk. How are you doing today? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm great. Everything's going great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Of course, you're welcome. It's it's a pleasure of mine, of course. I've been watching you on social media for a while now. It's been a few years, and I've seen how you've grown over time, and I have become to what you are now, and I really want to commend you for one, and I want to let you know that my podcast is a space for all creators, personalities um, that's in the industry. And I just want to make sure that I give back and let people be heard out here, of course. So I want to, once again, thank you for that. Oh, no problem. I hope you've seen, you know, only great things from me. Um, Watching my page and monitoring what I do or, you know, um, checking it out. There's no telling what you might see (laughs) on any given day. You might see, you know, a, a, a certain kind of challenges going on. You might see some activism. You might see me mm-hmm. calling out some folks. You might right, see right. me dancing and cutting up. Like it's a plethora of all things, but um, all things true to me. Of course, and that's it's great that you're multifaceted like that. Not a lot of people out there that are like that, and I love that you say what's on your mind, but you also say it in a very informative and you know way that you're educating others. So of course, I would like to thank you for that. Now, I want to discuss, you know, your resume a little bit. Can you tell the people a little about what you do before we get into what today's episode entails? Great. Uh, let's see what I do. So I do uh, several things. So right now I do digital marketing for um, several startup companies, um, mm-hmm. especially like Black Ong. Um, So I do that. I also uh, produce for uh, Fox Soul Network. Congratulations. And, you know, there's a few shows there that I produce with. Now I'm booking the uh, uh, the talent for so for those shows, right? Um, including Tammy Roman's new show that just you know debuted uh, like two weeks ago. 
And okay. um, so yeah, that's that's mainly what I do. Some digital marketing, consulting, and um, over at Foxo, helping okay. you know create their shows. Congratulations on that. I do watch Walking Tammy's show, um, and I do watch everything that's coming out on Fox Soul. I do like how they are giving, you know, Black people a platform now, and we are getting more opportunities in the industry. So I definitely want to highlight that as well. Um, for today, you know, of course, I wanted to dedicate this episode. I've been playing music um, by Kim and Nikki today. I wanted to highlight and show the world that a Nikki stand and a Kim stand can coexist and celebrate the art and culture of female rap and the iconic Queens, Kimberly and Onika as they are. Um, so today's episode is entitled, you know, celebrating female rap queens. So starting off, I just want to discuss a little bit about how you became a fan of Queen Lil' Kim. How did you find out about her? Well, there's one thing I have to clarify. I'm not a Lil' Kim fan. I'm not a Lil' Kim stan. Okay. Lil' Kim is my mother, okay? Okay, okay, She okay. is mother, okay? I'm her son. Okay. So, <laughs> that's family. Amen. <laughs> so, uh, to, to answer your question, uh, seriously, as a child, um, you know, being a black gay male growing up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, probably one of the roughest cities, you know, in the um, United States, especially for black people, um, I always felt like I didn't have representation on TV. I feel right. like there were some things that were different about me. I felt like I was outspoken and flamboyant and out there and over the top. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was just me and I felt different and I felt like, you know, the black sheep of the family. And I also felt like um, that I didn't have anyone to relate to. But going into music and watching, you know, Lil' Kim, you know, as early as, you know, the mid-90s, you know, early right. 90s, mid-90s, I was like, oh my God, like, something about her I really um, relate to, um, something I really correspond with. And the fact that she was so out there, in your face, raw, unapologetic, I'm like, right, that's right. me, like, that's who I am. That's exactly. That, that represents me, because I just feel like I didn't have to fit in any kind of box, you know what I yes, mean? So, yes. Little Kim represents that for me. And that's good, that's good. She is definitely a representation of, you know, that rawness, and just letting it be known, hey, this is me, this is who I am, I ain't gonna change for nobody, I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing, I love that about her. And I love that about you as well from what I see on social media, so it definitely correlates and it's, it's such, a, such a nostalgic feeling when you meet the person that you look up to and that you love and that you listen to all the time. Like for me, when I learned about Nikki from my cousin, he was listening to hood mixtapes and stuff back in the day in 08, 07. And um, he played, I want to say it was Freaky Girl with Kim and Nikki. Uh-huh. Was that Gucci Man? Gucci Man, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had already loved Kim. I was a Kim fan, fanatic, like before Nikki even came about. And then I heard Nikki on the track too. I was like, who is this? And he was like, it's some girl named Nikki that signed to Wayne. Like he was just brushing her off at the time. And I was like, hold up, can you play something else by her? He was like, I don't know anything else about look. And he was like, oh, she actually is on a few other Gucci songs we'll play. And I was like, hold up. I like the way she's spitting. I like how she, I just like everything about it. I just like the bars. I like the kookiness, the craziness. And it uh -huh. reminded me of Kim. 
of course, at the time. And I always loved Kim. Like I said, I'm always going to tell people that because people think I became a Nicki fan overnight and that I don't give other female rappers their flowers because I'm such a Kim fan, I mean, a Nicki fan now. But I always wanted to be known that, you know, I loved both of them. And it was just such an amazing feeling for my ear to hear both of them together. So that's yeah. how I, you know, found out about her. Um, and, and that's and crazy. It's mm -hmm. crazy. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's crazy that you mentioned that because lots of people, lots of people think that I just like Nikki because we had a public spat, right? right? And here's the thing. I love female rap. Like, Me that's too. my favorite genre. It's so sexy. About, yes, I'm talking about from from the MC Lights to the Spartan Peppers to the Kims to the Eves to the Missy to the Trina's Rock to Rock, I'm ev like Shantag, everybody, you know. ev everybody. But I think that culture has it wrong now, especially staying culture. It's like, if you like an artist, you have to like every little single thing they do. And if you don't, then you are a hater. You dislike them. You're not right, a fan. Right. Exactly. Like, no, I could like an artist and still give constructive criticism. I can say yeah. like, oh, I, I, here's the thing too. I know more Nicki Minaj raps than any other female rapper raps that I know because she has such a huge discography. Like, yeah, yeah. She has so many like iconic verses. Like it's so much to pick from. So I'm a fan. However, some of the things she's done in the industry, how she's like went went about things, like I might have an opinion about, and that doesn't mean that I dislike her. It right. just means that I don't agree with certain things. There's certain things that okay. Kim does that I don't agree with, especially exactly. musically. But, you know, that's just my one opinion. You know and, what I mean? And so. that's good. And I love the fact that you pointed that out because people think that about me when I speak about Brandy sometimes. Oh, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> what you're not going to do. <laughs> but look, people, listen, right? no, what look. What you're not going to do is ever listen, the vocal Bible, okay? Listen now, listen. I love Brandy. I love everything about her voice. Like, she is an icon. She a legend. I just don't like how boring she is on the outside. You know what I'm saying? And I can't connect with that part of her. And that's why people think I'm so tough on her on social media and online. And that's your right. Like, that's your right. That's your perspective. And your feelings are valid for, for you. Like, if you feel right. like I just can't connect to her on a personal level because of personality, this and other, and that's your right. You know, you, right, you, right. Can, you can feel that way. But we can't come from the vocal Bible. We can't it do doesn't that. make me less of a fan, though. It doesn't it, make me exactly. less of a fan. Exactly. Yeah, so I agree. But, um, you know, becoming a full fan now in these times and days, you know how we see fan culture now? It's got an out of hand. It's dangerous. It mm -hmm. is very dangerous. But for me, you know, meeting Nikki was a reason why I became a full um, stand for her, you know, met her three times and had wow. so many interactions with her. So many, like just so many that I will always remember. She told me to finish school and just kept oh. grilling me about school and now I'm graduating with a master's in two weeks. So Come on! Like, <laughs> yes, congratulations! You know, so thank you so much. I want to know um, <laughs> for you, so you know, becoming a full stand for Kim, because I was explaining, you know, for me, it was meeting Nikki, which made me become a full stand. So have you ever met her because you've met her that you've become such a fan for her now? 
Um, not a family, family. Um, <laughs> family. Um, let me get that right. Family. No, no, I haven't met. Like I haven't met her and been able to talk one on one with her in person. Like I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like I, I want to, and I, you know, could have opportunities. But sometimes, right. like I get very like anxious and then get anxiety about certain things. Right. Um, like when I seen her in Fort Lauderdale for the Florida AIDS walk. Um, I could have easily been like, okay, I knew some of the people backstage, but I was just like so caught up in that moment of just seeing her perform and her greatness. And, you know, I'll probably be nervous, but yeah, I do want to meet her. I haven't had the chance yet. We've talked back and forth before uh, several times on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Like, she knows that I'm Violet Dodge. Number one. Killer B. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, I just feel like my the reason why I go so hard for Kim is because she did something that no one else did in in, in female rap and right and actually it kind of like in in hip hop period there was no one really um, collaborating when it comes to fashion high fashion with anybody in hip hop mm-hmm. like that but you right. had like Kim friends with Mark Jacobs and. Donatella Versace. Alexander McQueen. Exactly. Like, she merged that. Like, Little Kim really merged high fashion and hip-hop because it wasn't happening. The urban brands were messing with us. And then, like, we would wear the high designer brands. But to be sitting at their fashion shows, to be chilling, having dinner with them and all that other stuff, that wasn't going... Like, that really wasn't going on. And And then for me, I think that Little Kim also paved the way for feminism and yes. she was doing it without us even noticing uh, right. the fact that she was so um, sex positive and mm-hmm. out there and unapologetic about this. Like, you know, when when female rappers were, were coming out, they were very much so like the town boys, low key. They weren't giving sex appeal. Salt nope. and Papa kind of started off a little bit. But they Lil were Kim hard took at that. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Little Kim took that and she's like, uh-uh, I'm going out the window. I'm <laughs> knocking down doors. And she did it. And she did yes. it with such she did it with such grace, even while at that time, this is the early mid-90s. When mm-hmm. they were like, well, "What is she doing? She shouldn't be doing this in front of our children." Um, yeah, uh, we have, we have children. What? Is, why is she wearing that to award shows? Why she's wearing that? Why she's talking about this? You should be ashamed of yourself. There was petitions to get Little Kim off TV and off radio because of her vulgarness, um, her, uh, her the things that she decided to wear and what yeah. she decided to say, and all those things. It was like. Kids are watching. How dare you do this? You shouldn't be saying this. You're nasty and you're filthy and all these things. And now we turn around and look at female rap today. And that's what majority female rap is because yes, Little Kim laid that blueprint. Exactly. And and let me just add this. And women should be able to women should be able to express themselves in whichever way that they see fit. And it's so crazy that men could disrespect women be derogatory mm-hmm. call them all types of names and talk about their genitals and all this exactly. other stuff but then when women take that same power and uplift themselves with it then it's a it's, problem and even right. today men still have a problem with you know the, the Trinas and Little Kims and the Cardi B's and Nicki Minaj who like talk about their their private parts talk about their sex lives talk about men who aren't nothing and don't bring anything to the table and aren't good mm-hmm. sexually and they should they, they men 
dislike when women have the same power that they have. Exactly. They hate the power of a woman because that pussy got power. Yes. It it really does. It really does. And I love the fact because Nikki has, you know, noted Kim multiple times about, you know, how she's been an instrument in female rap. And I love, I I recently heard something, I want to say it was like an interview or something. Someone was saying where Kim, she laid the foundation um, for and the blueprint female mm-hmm. rap and they said Nikki came and built on top of it and I love that analogy that they gave and I feel like them two like especially if we can get them together and collaborate they would it would be curtains for female rap forever it would be the highest selling female rap song of all time I'm I'm always going to believe that and I'm always hopeful that they you know come together in the future I would love to see it but yeah, that was, uh, I believe that was Rory on the Joe Budden podcast. And he spoke yeah. about that. And, you know, I mean, that, that's his feelings. And I guess they're valid. Because yeah. I feel like, I feel like, yes, Nikki, ha- like Nikki has accomplished way more. She has, you know, sold more. She's awarded more, more money, all the other stuff. But I also feel that even comparing them to in the different time frames that they've been out, it's unfair. Like Kim, no, yeah, did definitely it. unfair. It's, yeah, so did Kim did it when first. they, yeah, Kim did it when no one was giving like women those opportunities. Kim did it when it was unheard of, and the things that Kim did at her time, no other female rapper was doing. And so for people to compare Nikki afterwards and all that she's accomplished is like, oh, it, it's kind of unfair. It's not it's not the same thing. The reason why- I just why think they need to stop Kim, the comparison yeah, the, at, at all. Yeah, but they compare know? them because, they compare them because of Nikki. They compare them because Nikki came out, you know, paying homage here and their influence and mention her name. So that's why they compare them. And they compare them because Kim was the like top female rapper. So like anybody yeah. coming to the game, they're gonna compare them. Um, right. But I just think it was two different time frames, and their 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 walk and journey was totally two, two different things. And the reason why Nikki is able to do what she do and surpass that is because people laid that groundwork. I think about like slavery and Jim Crow. Like those people had it so hard and so tough, but they fought on and they was resist resistant. And then mm-hmm. here we come, and we have all these. I'm not gonna say luxuries, but we have all these rights, right? And it's yeah. like. Even the people that has done so much today, y'all didn't deal with my grandparents did. Y'all didn't deal with my ancestors. Okay. So there's no comparison, right? Like, it's listen, not. I wouldn't even been able to have survived back then. Hey, I would have been the first thing shot. So, you know, <laughs> I, I said it all the time too, but we just don't know because we weren't. We, listen, we we said it all the time because we have this luxury, like we have this yeah. hindsight. Mm-hmm. But we was back then, we would like we would be probably be in line too, like uh oh, let me not say anything. Yeah, right. but because of the freedoms we have today, we'd be like, oh, I would have did, you wouldn't have did nothing. Y'all okay. don't even go to vote. Y'all don't even go to marches. Y'all don't go to protests. Y'all don't know who your governor governor is, your your, your councilman. Y'all wouldn't did nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Now, in terms of content, let's move into the content portion. What Got are your it. top three favorite songs by Kim? I know it's hard. That it's is hard. so hard. That is so hard. Um, I believe that number three would probably... Oh, Lord, that is a hard question. You're going to laugh at mine. I can tell you mine first while you think. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so my top three, Kim. Number three would be... 
No matter what people think, they got, got to the go. Going on. Hey. And I love the energy in the video. Yes. Her and Mary J. Blige, Missy they Elliott, were, drunk. They were okay, drunk, <laughs> high, all the above. They look so funny. But yeah. they, um, that was number three. Number two, please don't laugh at me because um, I posted this yesterday on Twitter, and a lot of people actually agree with me. Number two, I love when she went into a different direction with download. With Charlie Wilson. Okay. okay. I know. Listen, no, listen. You, that's your it was it was so different from Kim and I love how she was able to switch it up but still keep it sexy in the song. And then number one, um jump off. Jump off is legendary. Jump off is classic. Like Kim is it's like, you know, <laughs> hey. Jump off when you hit in the club, baby. You gonna jump off? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's automatically about to start something. So for me, I think number three would probably be um, Queen Bitch off the debut album. I forgot that one. Hardcore, because she fit so she was just like she, was, she had a point to prove. On yeah, that one. yeah. So was that, that a diss to somebody? I, I don't really think it was a diss. I don't think it was just like she was just. Cause she coming in, she's spitting her shit, and she did it. Like it was yeah, like she did. Queen bitch, supreme bitch, killer nigga, forget like she was just okay. eating it. Like she ate it. Um, number two, um, because I like songs that you know, Little Kim has a range that people probably really don't even know. But like, yeah. she has a song on you know, her sophomore album, which is Notorious K.I.M. with yeah. Mary J. Blige, just featuring Mary J. Blige. It's called Hold On. And I saw that one. She speaks about like, you know, being pregnant by Big and, you know, him being, you know, murdered and all this other stuff. So it's called Hold On, Little Kim featuring Major Blige. It makes me cry every single time. So that one, because it gets at my emotions. Right. And so number one, I can't pick a number one, but I will say like versus, like versus, of course, like, you know, um, all about the Benjamins is uh, icon. Dang, we, that's a we good ain't, one too. Um, but also, if I had to pick one song, just because it was so much camaraderie, it would probably mm. have to be the "Not Tonight" Ladies' Night remix with Left As Eye. As your honorable mention, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, that be my number one. Number one. Okay, that's your number one. Not tonight. The Ladies Night Remix, Left Eye to Brett, Missy Elliott, Angie Martinez. They ate that, and it's, it's still a feel-good song to this day. That's a good three. That's a good three. I love that. And Left, Left Eye really ate <laughs> Left Eye really yeah, no ate shame. Never the one, packing the gun. <laughs> Got some other raw chicks. Like, Left Eye really ate the explicit version. I'm like, oh, I... And listen, what's so crazy is that she... It, her 19th anniversary was just on the 25th of this month, you know, of, of April. So, yeah. I did see that on Twitter, too. Yeah, I went to her great site, and I, you know, I make sure it's cleaned it off. Like, I let, like I'm, t- I'm telling you, female rap, and, like, Left Eye was my, well, TLC was my number one, so, like, Left Eye was my, my baby. Like, I just feel like, that's just, you know. Left, I would have probably been get a the huge fan of her if she was still here today, because she was different as well. Yeah. And she doesn't get the credit. She doesn't get yeah, the credit she doesn't. for the stuff that she's done. But anyway. But my top three, Nikki, um, my number three would be, um, let's see, Here I Am. People don't know that. That's off her first album. Uh-huh. I know Here um, I Am. Okay, you know Here I Am? I'm a that Nikki was... fan. I'm a huge Nikki fan. Okay, good. My number two would be Win Again um, from Pink Print. Okay. And then my number one, I'm going to always put this as number one because it changed her career 
for the better, and I'm gonna put monster. Monster, monster, yes, monster. You know, so. monster was iconic. Like, so I don't have favorite Nikki songs. I have favorite Nikki verses. Verses, okay. Um, just because I feel like I feel like some of her verses, you know, are better like, than oh, yes, uh, yeah, are better okay. than the whole song. No shade. So the uh, number three would probably be. Hello, good morning. Well, you know, Diddy. Good she one. ate that. Um, she did. Um, let's see. Number two would probably... Is number two one? You know what? Number two would be Monster. Because she, okay. she, she really ate Monster. And number one would be a song. And that probably is... Um, oh, it's two of them. Damn. Uh-uh. So, one from the debut album... Um, I believe it was. I Ooh. believe it was. I believe it was blazing. But let me just let me just Good double first. let me just double check because I just want to make sure it was blazing. Yeah, um, double check. Cause she well, she got something that I really really like. Um, so it might have been blazing. Let me see. Let me go to the debut. I can album. name some. Um, check it out. Moment for life. Um. Dear Old Nikki, Last Chance, um, Roman's Revenge, Did It On Him. No, it, it's either is it's either it's a either blazing or um I'm was it I'm the best or I'm the I'm the best. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, I gotta I gotta go to I gotta I <laughs> I, I have to go to it just to find out exactly okay. which one it was because I want to make sure that I get the the right one. Um. Oh yeah, I'm the best. That's one. Good. Period. That one. And then I think that. So that was that. Um, and then, actually, she has one on. I believe it was Pink Print. You know, mm-hmm. ironically, because I know that I wouldn't do too great. Um, well, it, I wouldn't say it didn't do too great. She definitely went multi platinum with it. You know. It didn't look too great album. compared to her last, like her last. Commercially, album. Um, with the singles though, that was the best I've ever loved as far as like her singles because she had "Feeling Myself" with Beyonce, and that dropped on my birthday, mind you, the video. So that was the best birthday present I ever got by Beyonce and Nicki. <laughs> um, what other one was? I'm the best. I really love how she rapped. Um, and probably it's gonna be. Oh damn. damn! I really loved. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I will freedom. Freedom was. Freedom was good. I'm yeah. back to like I'm like I love like it can be like hardcore. I can spit that. Off, I can also tune into my emotions. Freedom yeah. was great. Yeah, freedom it was, was great. a good one. Now, do you have a go-to song for when you're about to go to the club for Kim? Like when you, the jump off. Definitely. Period. Yeah, the jump on. That would be the same for me. What about an engagement or a business meeting when you know you're about to go and be a boss? But I'm about to be a boss when it comes to little Kim. It's probably it's still gonna be like a turn up, like me talking my shit. So probably, um, probably gonna be Quiet Storm, Mob Deep featuring Little Kim. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, 
I either play Queen Bitch. I, I like the fact that you um, mentioned that earlier because I had forgot that one. Queen Bitch or either no matter what people say, I got yeah. it going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, but um, do you have a song for every occasion from her or it's just like however you feel at the moment? You're like, let me play this song. It's really, it's really however, uh, however I feel, but um, I, I'm a person, I, I really don't too much play like many full songs of anyone. Mm-hmm. I just go to my favorite part of the song. Right. So, Same. so, so her verses and certain things, like for example, um, All About the Benjamins, of course, um, yeah. Quiet Storm, of course, her verse on, I don't know if you know, remember this song, but um, Notorious B.I.G. Um, okay. It was the... Um, Notorious, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that like one so, of the first ones, right? I, I don't, I don't remember. But I know her, her verse was, um, keep it glass filled to the rim. The notorious K I to I the am. pimp. That's me. Like, whoa, I don't give a fuck. Get on my attitude. Can't come my cologne. Then stay your ass home. You ain't your chaperone. Okay. So yeah, that that one, that the notorious one, which is like pub daddy in the family, whatever. She, I, 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 I like that one. Um, what else that Kim do that was, that was a feature that I really love? Um, uh, oh, of course, the, the, the Mary J. Lodge feature. Oh, like, yes. Like, who you I loving, lo- who you want to be hugging. Again. Yes, I can, like, I can love you. That, oh, that's a, now, now, I'll play that song top and bottom because I get prepared for Lil' Kim's part. Okay, also because too. I love Miss, also no because shame. I love Mary Park, yeah, but also because I love Mary's part because I'm like Mary had the two verses and then Kim came in and mm-hmm. ate it, and up. then I love how um, after Kim's verse, Mary comes in and starts scatting and doing <laughs> all sorts of runs. Like, Listen, like, girl, go off, girl. And when they um, gave the Lifetime Achievement Award to Mary J. Blige at the BT Awards, Little Kim came out there with that burgundy. <laughs> she looked ate the fucking show up. Okay, like, and they had those two little ghetto girls on that little dippy dog. <laughs> I used to see all the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> that like, is so that funny. Was, yeah, that was so, like, listen, Look Kim has some iconic moments on that stage. That was one of them. Her coming from underneath the stage was another one. Like, every time she comes out, I remember when she performed with Keisha Cole and um, Missy Elliott, the Let It Go. Um, oh, yes. And then she did the BET performance, and she, Little Kim, like, the BET performance, no shade. Kim, uh, Keisha Cole was not giving it what she's supposed to give. And so Little Kim came out, and they didn't expect her to come out. I think it was, like, right after jail or something like that. They didn't expect her mm-hmm. to come out. She came out, and she literally saved the whole entire performance. Okay. Of course, Kim did it. The crowd recently- goes... The crowd goes wild when Little Kim comes out, like they do. Because she's the queen. She's the queen, you know? When... Say, say it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're both queens. And I'm not going to leave my queen out, of course. Who? Who? Queen Nikki and Queen Kim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you recently see uh, the last performance she had where she got honored? Um, she was in that little shimmery outfit. Yeah, I did see that. I, My um, homegirl was dancing behind her that night. Shout out to Valencia. She was a dancer for her that night. Yeah, and that I, was at the BET uh, Hip Hop Awards. Even though I'll say I wasn't so much a fan of the performances and stuff like that, it just didn't give what it needed to give. Right. I feel like her set could have been better. Or the look could have been better. Like, yeah. This, they, 
And I was mad that she's getting tribute on the Hip Hop Awards versus the main show, like Little Kim is right. the main show guest. But anyway, um, anywho, <laughs> she did, she she did okay. I was just I feel like she could have did so much better. Now you've been in the industry a while and you've met many celebrities, as I have as well. Now, what is your most memorable moment from anybody that you work with or just been in company with? Oh wow! Like yeah, there's been a lot. Um, I would say I really love energy. So I've met like, like the, the Trinas and oh, uh, like Fiera and okay. like I met like, Trina too. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Trina is like you probably can meet Trina because Trina's always look like Trina <laughs> okay. is performing at everybody. She don't like, care. Look, man, Trina is performing at a or the open of an envelope. She gonna get her bag regardless. Okay. She I came up here and performed recently. Uh, well, not recently, a few years back, and I um, was on stage with her. It was in Charlotte, and she, I was just standing on stage while she was performing. And then she snapped a picture, walking off. She's so down, like she's so down to earth, and she's gonna make sure that like everybody in the crowd like feel her, get her presence, take pictures. Like she is, Trina she's is cool. great. Yeah, she's great. Um, Fantasia, I met so many people, but let me tell you, the one person that will always get, well, even. Well, I haven't met Missy Ellie yet, but she's like she called me her nephew. It's a certain people that vibe with certain people, like they they have the same kind of clicks. They're usually all good people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Missy Elliot hangs around. Um, what what she did hang around Ali when Leo Leo was here, but she hang around you know uh, the little Mo's and Fantasia's, and those are all like down to earth good people. But the the person that I met that I just felt like. Oh, this is like family is Lil Mo. And I think Lil Mo is one of the realest people in this industry, one of the most talented. And you know, so Lil Mo is, right. is, 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 is is it for me. She is she's you're gonna feel like you've been on her all your life. You're gonna feel like she's one of your homegirls and she's gonna give you the real no, no, no matter what, she's gonna give you the real and I love that about her. The Lil Mo. She's cool too. I've met um Carrie Hilton, Lil Wayne. Like I said, Nikki three times, Trina. Um, who else? I, surprisingly, I've met Cardi B here. She was at a. Um, she came to do an interview before she was famous, and um, I met her outside the radio station. Who else have I met? It's been so many. Ariane from Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, the list it, just goes on. Ironically, she was my favorite on Love and Hip Hop. I feel like she really? was the most. She was the most normal, level-headed. She person. really was, and she was the, like the most honest. She didn't get into all that. She just like spoke the truth. Like she and I, I love a real, genuine person. So yeah, yeah. Then and she really is cool. I was um she came for homecoming. I went to I go to I went to North Carolina A and T. I graduated from there. Okay. But um she came Aggie Pride. Is that a is that a is that a HBCU? Yes. Oh, the number one HBCU in the nation. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to HBC as well. Um, I went really? to Lane, Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee for my first degree. Okay. Shout out yeah. to the HBCUs out HBCU there. HBCU pride. Yeah. Period. Period. But yes, she <laughs> came out here and um for our homecoming one year, she was so down to earth. And um she was like, you want a drink? And she was backstage. Um, And then we went through the crowd and went to like this little secluded area and she was just being real down to earth asking me questions. She was like, let's take photos. I was like, she is like cool. She's a yes. normal person. Like, I, I love when a, 
I love when a when a when a celebrity, just like a normal celebrity public figure influencer, just like a normal normal real yes. person. And I can tell you too, who's another one? Um, um, so at Fox Soul, one of the hosts is Vivica Fox. And yes, I heard. Bill K. Fox hosts a show called Cocktails with Queens every yes, Monday with Claudia, with Claudia Jordan, Selena Johnson, and Lisa Ray. Vivica A. Fox is one of the most down-to-earth, humble, professional people you would ever, ever meet. She treats you like though. family. She is, like, every Monday with her, she is so sweet. It's just like, oh, you would think, like, if, what anybody, a gonna moment. A, if anybody gonna be a diva, it's gonna be Vivica A. You would think that, right? She like, oh, sweet, what you need me to do? Uh-huh, yeah, love. She shows up on time and early. She's so receptive to feedback. Okay. Vivica A. Fox is black royalty, and she's like, girl, that's big sister, period. Okay, ain't nobody gonna be able to tell you nothing. You're gonna be like, just gonna give a Lisa Ray moment. You don't know shit. Don't <laughs> At all. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I've always wanted to work with my queen in some sort of way. What about yourself or yours? Is that ever a goal for you? No. I, I never want to ever, ever work with Little Kim. Okay. I feel like how I know her, how I see her, I want to keep her in that capacity. Right. I I, I don't want to like one day be working with her and maybe she might have an attitude. So I don't want to see any of that. I get it. I want to yeah. keep her in that great length. So I miss some celebrities who I won't mention. I'm just like, girl, you ain't even, <laughs> girl. I've met some people who you would think they are, they think they are damn Holly Berry, Beyonce, and <laughs> And they ain't nothing of the sort. And I was nothing of the sort. Like, girl, you just you on you've been on reality TV for one uh one season, and girl, you talking about what you your team and all. Mm-mm. Okay, I can only imagine, child. So I keep, I but but imagine. but I will say that I've never like you know you know Lil Kim had a little beefs or whatever, but I've never heard anyone speak bad about Lil Kim when meeting her. Like she was rude, she was dead. So like I've never heard that. Right, right, and, right. And now, all this industry, in all this industry, and like Missy Rock, I tell you, like the people that people rock closely with for some reason, like mm-hmm. certain people, that, like little she always, like little Kim. Every time I like see her in like interviews, like before and after, like while they film it, she's always like so sweet. Maybe late, but she's always so sweet. So. Right, right. Now she has a book coming out. Have you already purchased it, pre-ordered it? Yes, um, I did already purchase the memoir. Yes, of course. It, I it comes it. out in November. So, however, I'm look forward to that. However, I'm like, you know, because I like looking over the top. So I expected the book to mm-hmm. the cover just to be like give what it's supposed to give. So right. maybe they would change the cover and it'll be another cover. I don't know, but it's like. Kim, it's it's Kim. I need something that's gonna be amazing. But okay, I'm I waiting on a, I'm waiting on a biopic. Like that's what I'm really waiting. Oh on. yeah, that's definitely coming. They already gave Big one, you know. So it's a matter of time because she wants to tell her story. Yes, um, and course, I want to so. hear everything. Me too. Me too. I definitely do. So I'll be looking forward to that book. Shout out to Kim and her memoir coming out. Um, now Nikki has her documentary coming out this year as well. It's nice to see both of them highlighting their lives and careers this year. Do you ever think it's a chance that both of them ever might make up? We saw that Kim made amends with people like Remy Ma and Trina before whom she's had slight beef with. So it gives me hope at least. What about you? Do you think it could ever happen? What you said, little you said, um, Nikki Minaj is dropping a documentary. 
Yeah, on HBO Max oh, this year sometime. Yeah, I, did. I did hear something about that. I had to scroll past it. So, yes. <laughs> Just get it out. Please. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, we're supposed yeah. to call it this. We got to call it this here. Come on now. <laughs> so, you know Family Pie. So, um, yes. <laughs> I I hope that it happens. I think that that would be the biggest thing for not just hip-hop, but for music or entertainment industry, period. Yes. Because there are beasts, even though it wasn't as... Le- like, some beasts have gotten very, you know, dangerous and, you know, very yeah. much so homicide. You know, some beats have got that, like from the two pies to the biggie to Jam Master J and all this other stuff. Hell, mm-hmm. even Remy Ma, you know, Little Kim, like uh, Remy Ma with the stabbing and shooting or whatever. And then oh, Little yeah. Kim shooting outside the rails. Like, it's like it, some beats in drama has got very huge. Dangerous. Their beef has literally pretty much stayed on wax. Like, they did interview, stayed in, you know, on music, hell, even the Nicki and Cardi B beef got physical at point, one point, you know? So I feel like Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj should be able to salvage and resolve whatever issues they have, and I think that they will be a good unit. Even right. if they don't do music together, but a good unit as, like, like sisters in this, you know what I mean? Like, Lil' Kim is a big sister in this, and Lil' Kim yeah. has always been sweet. To a lot of the girls. Yeah, she has. Uh, and she still you know, is. From what yeah, I see. Yeah. So, I believe that one day we will see that. When, I don't know. We'll be alive. I'll probably be in heaven looking. I guess <laughs> oh, listen, it might be. Listen, I don't know. But all I know is that, like, it will be huge. It will be, you like, know, they huge. both, like, they both, in their last interview, like, it was one interview I was watching Kim, you know, actually wished her the best and, you know, was speaking positive. And Nikki did the same thing in one of her last run interviews during Queen era. And I was like, okay, oh, that both of them speaking, speaking nice. <laughs> Look. You know that? No, 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 no. We're going to be honest. We're going to be honest. I, I, I'm a, hey, that, era, that era was horrible. The layout, well, everything. As far as the layout, I do agree. A lot of it the was real bars, a lot of the real diehards do agree that the layout was terrible. But I the do whole like, rollout, even the clothing line and merch, it was all like I love the content next. though. My favorite song on there is Nip Tuck. I'm gonna play that on the episode sometime. But um, I think I love uh LLC. Oh yeah, she was sitting on that one too. Yeah, so I still want to know what that song is about. Maybe I'll find out in the future, but hey, I don't know. I just be spitting it for the hell of it at this point. And then what people really did is they geek. Why am I even doing this? They geeked up. It was not giving what it's supposed to give. Yeah, it should have been different. Mind you, that's the song that um, she asked Remy Ma to be on with her and Foxy. That Remy Ma declined because, you know, her and Foxy is not in good graces. But that's the actual song. So I was mad that it didn't happen, you know. But hey, I don't know what the hell happened between them two. Yeah, it would have been nice to hear. But I think Foxy needs to figure it out. There hasn't been. I want. I, I want. It doesn't even have to be not tonight, ladies' night remix or another one. But I want another all-female collaboration that that's mainstream, that that's, yes. that's huge and big. Like Missy Elliott has, you know did like collaborations with like Trina and Eve or you know and you know Lil' Kim for that she's done that 
um, Ludacris is really good at putting females on remixes like My yeah, Too Bad um, with my fantasy remix with you know Foxy uh, was it Foxy Trina and uh, Shauna like he's really good at that I haven't seen one on that same scale as Ladies Night remix and I'm like I'm I'm ready for it like all female rappers or whatever just like get in there and kill it even if it's not like Nikki or Kim I would like to see yeah I, yeah, I just want to be huge let's say okay um I'm gonna say Doja Cat for one. I knew you probably wouldn't like her. Um, you told me you wasn't gonna like. Ah, I'm, I'm not saying I don't like her, but like, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Who but, else? Um, in terms of now, Doja Cat can um, be in the video. Doja, Megan, and Cardi. I would say in terms of now, now. Doja, Megan, and Cardi. Yeah, I don't know how the song would sound. I'm pretty sure the engineers will figure it out, but. I feel like they are the three that's on top right now and killing it in their own perspective lanes. I would like to hear something by all three of them, but I know it would never happen. I mean, you just never know. Listen, so for me, I feel that different eras and on one track will be dope. I would love to see Kim, Nikki, Cardi, Megan, and then I want all the other girls like on a hook or a chorus. So, you know what I mean? Okay, I like, get it. Like, I like that. Uh, and one thing I will say about um, some of the female rappers, Doja Cat is probably one of the most creative. I like her visuals about that. She's very, very Me creative. Um, as far as like um, flexibility and range and stuff like that, people really sleep on Azalea Banks. And I feel like she's oh, one of yeah. the most talented. Yeah. Like, she just, is, her mouth is Yeah, she gets in her own her. way. But yeah. Azalea Banks cannot, like, she, she can do fucking a jazz song and kill it. Like, right. she literally cannot be fucked with. Azalea Banks is the, like, she's that bitch, really. Right. Now, I played a song um, earlier that features both Queen Kim and Queen Nikki in the beginning of the episode, as I will for the end. Do you have a favorite collaboration that they already have together? Mine is Freaky Girl. There's been a few that a lot of people don't know about, and I was surprised a lot of people didn't know. But of that course. running, getting money was not it for me. Yeah, Freaky Girl was. It's, Freaky Girl is probably it. I know that they've done like they've done, done like mashups, but there has nothing. There's been nothing like official, official. Right, right. Even a Freaky Girl, they didn't even know that like they were gonna be on the track together. Yeah. Um, so it's only been that running, getting money, which I really wasn't a fan of. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no. Um, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> um, now we've already talked about this earlier, but you've had opinions on Nikki in the past. Do you still have the same views of her, or do you, um, you know, do you like any of her music? If so, we've already went through that. You know, what songs yeah. do you enjoy by her? So, um, you know, I just wanted to you know do this episode in honor of both of them yeah um, i'm gonna play music throughout the whole time and also you know hear about what you have going on now in your career and what people can look forward to yes so and, I, and i'll say this over again i really 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 like Nicki minaj that first album the debut album is the, the debut album is, is like from top to bottom. You can it's, say it. Iconic. It's a great album. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great album. 
I also uh, really love um, Roman Reloaded, the re-up. I, I love that. Okay. Um, I, That's I, interesting. Everything, every single time Nikki drops something, there's something that I love about it. I love some of her fashions. I, I definitely love the features. It's like almost every feature she she eats it from the trade yeah. songs features to the usher feature to to everything, even the motorsport. Like she eats she eats features. She eats features yeah, she easily. Does. Um, I will say that my I, my opinions have not changed about her. I think that sometimes she too can get in her own way. Um, and I also think the features as of lately and the music as of lately has been a little bit lazy. Mm-hmm. And um, I can, I, I I can be her, fair and let you say that. I want yeah. her to be like I want her to be the like the same how she used to be hungry when, um, in the I beginning. Think, yeah, I think sometimes people get to that Beyonce level where they think like they can just put out anything or not work as hard. The thing about Beyonce, what works for her is that like. Her fans are really going to eat it up, no matter what. Of course. And then it's also it's always going to grow on us. It's always going to grow on us, and, and, and it does it grace, gracefully. Like Nicki Minaj's music doesn't always grow on us, and we just like, okay, like we we want to the next. Even her fans are like, okay, next era, next era, next era. So, like, but I love her as an artist. Like, if I can give Nicki Minaj a grade, um. She would definitely be like a B plus artist. Okay, for B plus for sure. I think that if she comes back with another era and really kills it, like we know that she can, because she can. Yeah, she I can. Think, I think creatively. I, and I also, I will also say this. I think sometimes creatively, it comes off a little lazy to us because she literally has done everything. She, I mean, like what is it 200 something billboard entries like she mm-hmm. literally has did so much in such a short span it's really not a lot that she can do for people to be like you know what yeah, I, yeah, yeah she's done she's done everything that. it's like she's almost it's in not a negative way but it seems like it seems like she's almost empty out her box of creativity however however if rihanna could continuously reinvent herself Nicki Minaj has the power, the tools, and the resources, and the money to do it as well. Right. So I'm like, I'm rooting for her. Like, I'm, a, I'm excited to see the next era. I'm hoping that the baby and you know the marriage and everything has changed her life for the better. And I just hope that the next era she eats it, and I'm ready to see what Kim has in store. Yeah. Everyone, and, everyone, like everyone misses Nicki. Even I can say that. Like I miss Nicki, and I and I miss that old Nicki that we used to have. Like where everything was all, like she oh. Always ate everything. When it comes to Kim, for me, I just feel like musically she has went in a different direction. Yeah, because Nine didn't do it for me. Nine didn't. didn't it. Auto Blanco did it for me by itself, and I was my expectation wasn't high. So I felt like the resources and the budget and the money and stuff is not there. It's like she wants to work with certain producers, all that stuff is not there. And I feel also that like musically she's went in this different direction that we just yeah. like we not too much feeling I'm like and I'll be rooting for her every single time but then sometimes it's like she kill it and then sometimes it's like girl like I do like some songs off of nine though but overall I do yeah. like the whole project. Yeah. Auto I think it's auto yeah, Auto Bongo is my favorite. Like but yeah, overall like the City Girl song and everything like, that that could have been a major smash had it oh, been yeah, that different. One, yeah. You have a City Girls feature, like they are like the hottest right now. It just should have. Oh, City Girls should be on that. You know the new, 
whatever female remix is gonna happen. Okay, City Girls. that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. but um, I can see them being on a hook or a, a, a court. Definitely a hook, yeah. Yeah, so but anyway, musically, she just gone too far left. And I feel like she just, she's comfortable there. But I want yeah. the old Kim back, the, even the sound is different. So that, and that's why we just really live off her nostalgia. Right. Well, we can only hope for the best out of both our queens and we'll see what the future entails for them. I want to thank you for joining and celebrating me on, celebrating with me on this latest episode. We're going to conclude by you introducing your top Lil' Kim hit and I'm going to play it next. Okay. Oh, drum roll, please. So, for my top Lil' Kim hit, is going to be the Not Tonight Ladies Night remix, the explicit version, because it gives you a different feel. Okay. Thank you so much. I enjoyed this interview. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much once again, Jerome, and I wish you the best of luck and nothing but success in the future, okay? Thank you so much. Same to you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we are back, guys. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today for such a wonderful episode. This is going to be a, a wonderful week for me, myself. Everything is just aligning the way it should be on my graduation and birthday week. So I'm excited for everything I have in store to come. Check out my photo shoot. It's coming soon. Shout out to Denzel Fleming. He is No Not Washington on Instagram. Check my bro out. He will be doing my photo shoot as usual, and he's going to slay it. It's going to be a good time. Another one. I'm excited for what's to come. And, of course, the queen wants us to be tuned in tomorrow night, 11 p.m. She's going live because she said Friday was the day. Now, some of y'all who have missed it a few days ago, Nikki dropped some, some pics looking like a bad bitch looking like a motherfucking snatch and she said friday and so we just gotta gear up for the queen's return yep the queen's back what's happening rerun about to make these bitches rap again uh-oh back to them she leaped the pack so her back's to them ah. so just know that the queen is coming with a vengeance she posted another video today actually and it was a little snippet it sounded like i heard her say something about being the bad guy and of course that's her new persona that she has taken on and embraced because that's what the world wants to think of her now but it's this time for another era i'm excited for what's to come and we also want to know if her and rihanna are doing anything they are collaborating for a benefit concert that's coming later on in may may 23rd and so I'm excited to see if they are working on a track together on a song or something like that because it will be epic for them both. So we'll just have to wait it out and see. And you guys stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in today. The next episode will be out next week. I am doing a bonus episode on Friday. So that will be out Friday night, Saturday morning, depending on what platform you're listening to me on. So whatever Nikki drops, me and a couple of other barbs are going to get together and we're going to celebrate our rap queen. So check it out when it comes. And once again, thank you for listening to Talk With Turk Bish. Do you want the tea? Well, simply just Talk With Turk Bish. Just talk with me. And if you're gonna drop, you better drop. Because when I come out, it's a risk. Really, I, I got love for, for, for the every, all the females. 
but I'm a, I just gotta I just gotta say you know Nicki Minaj ain't, ain't nothing to fuck with, and I can't be I can't be touched. So let, let's go. I'm ready. Like I'm I'm just like ready for the games to begin. If you a champion female in this motherfucking building, if can't no weak ass motherfucking clown ass motherfucking nigga bring you the fuck down, make some motherfucking noise, cause you niggas are so fucking weak. Y'all got the audacity to be intimidated by a bad motherfucking queen. And get your motherfucking feelings hurt But it's old motherfucking K Cause Barack needed a Michelle, bitch And Bill needed a motherfucking Hillary, bitch You better pray to God you don't get stuck With a motherfucking Melania You niggas want brainless bitches To stroke your motherfucking ego Well fuck you, nigga What I want the world to know about Nicki Minaj is when you hear Nicki Minaj spit, Nicki Minaj wrote it. Please find your voice and find your purpose before it's too late. Love you. I just know that I'm so incredibly grateful and thankful for a couple little kids, maybe a few million. I call them my barbs. And I know they're not in here today, but I know they'll hear me say this. Barbs, I love you so much for being by my side for such a long time. Billboard, thank you so much for recognizing me and even before Super Bass and even before Pink Friday, you believed in me even then. And I'm just really, really excited. All, all of the women tonight that have been recognized, I am so proud of you for showing me that this can be done, that this is possible and showing so many girls that you can be your own boss and that you can make music that you want and that you can project an image that you believe in. And I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> if I have one wish, it would be that I could give you just a percentage of the love you've given me. I could never match what you've given me. But I will always try. I want you to promise me that you'll never give up on yourself. You can do anything you put your mind to. Promise me you won't let anyone steal your joy, please. You're worth it. You're perfect.
sun and posters at the bar. But really, y'all know why I'm posted at the bar. Got bitches act up, I got the toaster by the bar. I get cake, cause I always got a hustle. I pump weight and I ain't talking about my muscle. Club every day, but that hoe ain't me. Cause I be home with the scale like no rain me. Okay. I mean, I walk like oh nay me. I mean, nay on me. I keep the thing on me. And you know it ain't a bitch that got a thing on me. That's why I ain't wanna come put the ring on me. Yeah. Oh. 